Hey everybody, uh, good morning. This is another installment of my Christian walk. I am broadcasting this morning from Southern California. A rainy day. I want to thank you for listening to this. And if you like what you hear, uh, please tell others about it. I like to talk about my Christian faith because I believe it's the truth. And I think it's the most important decision that you'll ever make in your life. And I don't say that dramatically. I believe that. Even when I don't, <clears throat> puberty right there. Even when I don't believe it, I believe it. So I'll explain that in a little bit. So today I was listening to C.S. Lewis in the morning. Um, and at my age, everybody, and I'm in my 60s, early 60s, my mortality pops in and out. Thoughts of my mortality pop in and out of my mind multiple times daily. And I don't think that's changed too much. I don't think it's just because I'm in my early 60s that that's the case. I've always thought about my mortality. Even as a young person, I can remember when I was first uh, cognizant of my mortality, I walked into my parents' room and I started crying because I told them someday they're going to die. And I was probably around nine or ten. Um, and that reality just hit me at that time, and it was very powerful and very kind of sobering. And since that time, uh, life has been a, a trip, carnal. Life has been a trip. But I want to share something about my faith today that I think is important for people to understand. And I'm speaking specifically to either people that are un, um, unhappy or dissatisfied that may be practicing Christianity in some way, shape, or form, or they may just be doing something else, or they may be doing nothing. So I'm going to offer what I believe is important to talk about today, and hopefully if you find it helpful um, to you, then I'm happy. I'm happy that's the case. Um, I really do believe that God has called me to share my faith in a real way, and that means talking in real language, sometimes vulgar language, because that kind of cuts to the heart of the emotion or feeling of what it is that I'm dealing with. So let me start off by saying this. C.S. Lewis today was talking about the Christian rebounding, the Christian in their daily walk getting back on the horse again, not, not if they're going to fail, but when they fail. And I think uh, rebounding and getting on the horse again, and by getting on the horse again, I mean getting on the right path. And I think often people believe that if they just go through this life, and I'm talking about people who believe in a God. I believe that people that believe in God, not quite accurately, and I do think there is a more accurate way to follow God in Christ, um, and I'll talk about that in a moment, think that if they just do good enough, and I think I've fallen into this camp at times, that God will bless them and reward them, but if they're really, really bad, God will throw them into hell and punish them. And I think that is a pretty common way of looking at God. And I think it is incorrect. Um, 
the correct way. And this is where, sorry, my Jewish friends, Christ factors in, um, is that God instills in us through Christ a capacity to want to do good and to want to change our course, specifically our moral course. So let me give you an example. I can recall back in my life when I was away from God. And this is even after I believe I felt the presence of Jesus Christ. Christians will call this backslidden or backsliding. And that refers to a um, time in a believer's life when they no longer willfully follow Christ. They just want to do their own thing. They might even pursue other belief systems. In my case, New Age, I pursued that and got way off course. And subsequently, my behavior demonstrated that, which I won't share. It's quite personal and quite painful and was painful to others, including my ex-wife um, and children to a certain degree. I think whenever we're off course, we hurt people. Um, and you can see evidence of that in the world dramatically. We can see examples of people who we assume are not walking with Christ, are not on the path of a Christian. Now, least any of you think that I'm completely disregarding other belief systems, and you can insert whatever denomination or belief system you want, I don't put those down as not being helpful. For example, I don't say a Buddhist can't get a lot of good stuff in their pursuit of being a good Buddhist. Or a good Hindu can't get good stuff from being a good Hindu. But wherever they fall short in being completely truthful, Christianity, for one reason and one reason only, towers above those other belief systems in that Jesus Christ was the fulfillment of the gospel message. Without Jesus Christ, Christianity is just another alternative quote, truthful religion to pursue. Christ is the deal. He is the big deal. So let me get back on track here. So when I was listening to C.S. Lewis, and I'm trying to get back into exercising because as I think about my mortality, I think about, you know, ways that I've neglected to really take care of my body and my health. And I'm thinking, you know, dude, Get on the flipping bike, get your lazy ass on your bike, which collects, literally collects dust in my living room and do some fucking exercise. I told you I use flowery language. <laughs> do some fucking exercise, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, really, get your ass up and do some exercise. Yes, I'm a Christian and I cuss, okay? I admit it. Sometimes, as I said in the intro, you just get into the heart of what it is with words that just cut to the cut to the bone. So anyways, uh, I'm, 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 you know, kind of exercising a little bit and I'm thinking and listening to C.S. Lewis and he's talking about how God instills in us a desire after, not if, but when we fall, when we make mistakes, when we sin in maybe big, big, big ways, God puts it in us to get back, to be repentant. And it's not because of our power to do that. Certainly not because of our desire to do that. 
It's because God puts that in us. And here is why I really buy in. Thank God, praise God for the faith he has given me. This is why I really buy in to the Christian message. Because if all paths lead to heaven or lead to paradise or lead to our eternity, and I mean, you could look at a jihadist, Muslim, and I'm not talking about bad about Muslims. I'm talking about jihad uh, believers that believe in a very violent way of imposing strict Muslim beliefs and consequences. But if we look at that, and certainly if you asked, you know, an extremist jihadist why he's killing uh, Americans or why he's driving uh, jets into the World Trade Center or why they're doing any terroristic act, uh, and I know I'm just citing one example, then you would get an answer probably akin to, well, that's what my faith says I should do, and that is what my, that's what's going to bring me a reward of, you know, a certain number of virgins, and yeah, who knows what the twisted theology is of a jihadist Muslim. But my point is, you take Christ out of the equation, you take the truth of the gospel, the only human being that ever lived, died, and was resurrected. At least you think that's a fairy tale. And trust me, I've heard all kinds of arguments against what I just said happened. Then you got to look at what did happen in the documentation of Christ, his ministry, the crucifixion, the lineage afterwards, the apostles, the martyrdom of the apostles, etc. All that happened. Now, you can make whatever conspiracy theories you want against that. You can do what a guy named Bart Ehrman, who used to be a New Testament scholar or just a scholar, religious scholar uh, out of the University of North Carolina, has written best-selling books. His whole intent has been to discount the truth and veracity of Christianity. You can read his books. He just loves to poke, poke holes and do the what-ifs. And I don't give him much credence for what he... I don't care how learned he is. He sells books. And he's more than, you know, free to disagree or leave the faith. But to try and manipulate others for money, I think, is, is really bad. It's bad behavior. Because I think there, there is a reason. And I don't think it's solely because he doesn't agree with it anymore. I think he's monetarily, that's just my belief. I don't know that he's monetarily driven. So getting back to the message of today's podcast segment, I'm going to call it get back on the horse, yo. A Christian, a true Bible. Well, I don't want to say Bible following because that, that some people would take is that every letter of the Bible is taken literally and as I was debating with my cousin yesterday, I don't believe every letter of the Bible in that it happened exactly as it, and I don't think that at all makes me a bad Christian. I think it makes me a real human being. For example, if you're familiar with the book of Job, I told my cousin he's an atheist now or professes to be. I said, hey dude, I don't believe that God and the devil sat around and made a deal that 
all these calamities would befall Job and that God just said, hey, Satan, just don't take his life. You can do anything else. I don't believe that happened that way for the simple reason that how could anybody know that happened that way? But as I told my cousin, I do believe that there could have been a guy named Job who was a very upright person in the ancient world who had all these bad things happen. And from those experiences, a writer deduced that God had given him because they saw that he never lost his faith. And then they dramatized that book. Absolutely, that's how I think it went down. Now, tie all this back to, and I want you to take this, I want you to take away from this, this very clear message. You're gonna fuck up. You're gonna make mistakes. But the badness and the severity of your mistakes, if you're walking with God, I do think there are different colors of badness, just like I think there are different colors of goodness. And whereas maybe a Christian, if he was, excuse me, not following God, really did some bad shit. If he is a Christian, that bad shit's not going to be that bad. Because inside, he's still the center. He still has sin residing in, him, in himself. The only difference between Christians and non-Christians is that the whole notion of sin is not really um, embraced if you're not a Christian. You don't really believe you're a sinner. And I would say that if you don't believe that, then I really have to challenge you to question if you really know Christ. Because if you really believe you're not a sinner, then you're really discounting the whole act of Christ's ministry and what he did on the cross. You see, as I end this, Christ came down exactly for us to have the ability to be forgiven, to repent, and to rebound. That is what makes that all possible. It's not us, if we're truly Christian, who seek to rebound and to get back on the righteous horse. It's God putting that inside of us. So if you want, if your life is miserable and you want to get back on the horse and you want a helper who will give you that energy to feel sorrow or to feel like you need to repent and yet you're just not getting it done within yourself, then you've got a helper and that is Jesus Christ. Pursue him. He will not let you down. Peace.